Hi friends, it's your host, Bryn. Welcome to Bryn Moves, the podcast. I'm a certified yoga instructor, professional dancer, and wellness entrepreneur. I'm on a serious but super fun mission to inspire and empower lives. We're here to chat about wellness and fitness, as well as some tools for shifting your mindset so you can live your best. I hope you feel motivated to dive into your own unique and powerful wellness journey after listening in. So whether you're in your car, at home in bed, food prepping, or putting on your makeup, turn up the volume and tune in for some serious motivation and inspiration. You're tuned in to Bryn Moves, the podcast. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to those of you who have been listening to the show. Welcome. If it's your first time ever listening to the show, where have you been? We've been waiting for you (laughs) to tune in. I'm so glad that you're here. Um, I'm totally solo today. I've had a guest on my last couple shows and I really wanted to just come on here today and have a moment with you guys, just you and I. Um, so I just want to start by taking a second. Um, if you're driving, don't close your eyes, but if you're not driving and you're sitting somewhere where you can just shut your eyes for a second, just take a comfortable seat. Um, place your hands, you know, palms down on your thighs or palms down on your own body. One a hand on your heart, one hand on your belly. And just drop your eyelids closed and take a second. Again, if you're driving, don't close your eyes. Just take a second to listen in and, and breathe with us. And we're just going to kind of escape for a moment together. This is something that really helps me just get grounded. And something that's really helped me on my journey. And take a deep breath in. And a big exhale. And with your eyes closed, or maybe they're open, just want you to start to think if you didn't have anyone else that you were responsible for or anything else that you were responsible for and you just got to live out your biggest, fullest, wildest dreams as your best and highest self, what would you be doing? What would you be doing today? What moves would you start to make tomorrow? Where would you be in a week? Where would you be in five years? Where would you be in 10 years? It's okay to not know all of the answers to these things right now, but if you've never taken a moment to sit and think about these things, this is your chance right now to broaden, widen your perspective. And start to really imagine the dream life that you could live. And when you're thinking about this future you, whether it's you in an hour from now, you next week or next year, start to think about the fine details and really get into that space where you can start to manifest those things. Picturing what you would act like what you would talk like, what your voice sounds like, who are you surrounded by, what types of people are in your life, who do you look up to, who looks up to you, what kind of ways are you giving, in what ways are you making an impact on your communities, what do you dress like, what do you look like, Are you confident? 
How do you walk? How do you talk? What kind of car do you drive? Where do you live? Who do you live with? What do you spend your extra time doing? Maybe a ton of really amazing and wild and dreamy thoughts are coming into your mind right now. And maybe at the same time, there's a little bit of panic, right? A little moment where you're like, wait, don't get too far into that dream world. Come back to reality. But it's okay. You're allowed to take yourself, give yourself permission to take yourself to that dream world, to that space, just for this moment. Really start to envision what you look like, not just on the outside, but on the inside as well, what you care about and what wakes you up in the morning and gets you moving, what really lights a fire and ignites your soul. Take another deep breath in and a big audible sigh out. (sighs) Open your eyes if you had them closed. Mm, That was amazing and fun. I love doing that. And you guys, I want to talk with you today about some major shifts that I was able to make and um, shifts that, that were really impactful and important to me in my business journey. So as I mentioned, I am a wellness entrepreneur. Um, but before that, Um, I have a whole journey that got me to the space where I am now and the successes um, that I have today. Um, So I want to start by sharing a little bit of my backstory in case you're new to me or you don't know me as well. Um, My name's Bryn Marie Fahir. I grew up in a dance studio and I was a competitive gymnast and a competitive dancer. So I was always testing my body physically. I was always moving. I was always on the go. I was the kind of kid who wanted to fill my schedule. I'd wake up in the morning at 5 a.m. and wake my mom up and say, what are we doing today? And, you know, is it time for school? And she would say, Bryn, go back in your room, close the door. I don't care if you're awake or you go back to sleep, but it's not time yet. And she used to tell me that. Now I totally understand as an adult why you would not want your child to wake you up at 5 a.m. <laughs> and be like, what are we doing today, mom? Um, but I was ready to go. So I've always had a lot of energy. I've always had um, a lot of a lot of spark and a lot of enthusiasm. Um, and I feel grateful that I was born that way. Um, but with that comes, um, a lot of responsibility and also sometimes some like taming or organizing of all of this energy and these thoughts, right? So, um, doing activities, doing sports, doing gymnastics, uh, doing dance was really good for someone like me who has a mind that's like bouncing all over the place and a body that wants to move. I was not made to sit still. I do not believe I was made to sit still. Um, I feel like in our society, people want us to sit still. And I remember uh, finding one of my old report cards from when I was in elementary school. My mom and I were doing some cleaning once when I was at their house and we were going through an old file cabinet and I found this old report card and it was so funny. It said, Bryn is so um, like so social. 
she's such a social butterfly, which is great, but like, I feel like it's distracting her from her schoolwork and sitting down and getting her work done in a timely manner. And I was laughing at it because I'm like, this exact thing that my elementary school teacher wanted my mom to work on with me or my, my parents to work on with me, you know, sitting down, quiet, getting quiet, like getting focused um, and not being as social. Like the opposite of that is what's brought me my success today and brought me to um, be where I'm at in my journey today. I'm so grateful that my parents didn't force me to sit down or force me to be quiet or try to tame too much of my energy. Yes, it's good to be focused. Yes, every day I'm working on ways to get focused and tame my like adult ADD mind. (laughs) But at the same time, it's so great to be able to just embrace our individuality. And I'm so glad that my parents let me do that when I was a kid, despite what my elementary school teacher wrote on my report card. Um, She really wanted me to sit down and kind of be quiet and get focused. And me being a social butterfly has actually really helped me um, up-level my life as an adult and as an entrepreneur. So um, fast forward, competitive gymnast, competitive dancer. I end up going to school for dance. My dad really wanted me to go to school for business. I really wanted to go to school for dance. (laughs) One of the things I had to get really good at at a really young age was kind of setting aside what other people wanted me to do, what other people's expectations were of me, and just kind of honing in on what I knew, my inner deep knowing, what I knew my skills were, what I knew like I was made to do, okay? And and that at that point in time, I knew I was meant to move, I knew I was meant to go to school for dance. So I chose uh, to go to school and I earned a Bachelor of Fine Arts degree from my university with a dance major. So I was dancing like 24 hours a week during college um, and really focusing on on um, dance and like teaching and choreography. That was my main focus. Um, I knew that I was a leader. I've always known that I was a leader and I knew that I would build something big, but I just didn't know yet what it was going to be. And I still feel like today I'm still figuring that out. But (laughs) Um, so I go to school for dance. I graduate. I I start a business the moment I graduate. Um, And I led these workshops all around the country, uh, but mostly in Michigan because it was easiest for me to just go places where I could drive. Um, I was like a poor college student just trying to get by, right? And I started doing these workshops with other amazing teachers in in Michigan and other dance teachers that I knew. Okay, so I grabbed a bunch of teachers I look up to, grabbed a bunch of people that inspired me. And I was like, I need you to be by me. I need you to be by you. We have a mission to go on. We have something to build. So I do all these workshops. I save up a ton of money to, uh, well, not a ton, but you know, to me at that time, it was a ton. <laughs> I save up a ton of money um, to, to move. I'm like, I'm going to California. I'm going to Los Angeles. I traveled to LA on scholarship uh, from my school. I had summer study scholarships two summers in a row. And I just fell in love with the community. I loved that LA was a place where people could be themselves. I felt like everyone 
could express their individuality. I loved that people were creative. And of course, I loved the weather. Obviously, we love sun. We love the beach. Um, I hated the snow. So I was like, I know I want to get out of the snow. I can't live in Michigan my whole life because I'm not that I'm not that person that wants to scrape my car or be snowed in or shovel. I don't really like being cold. So I knew that LA was for me. Um, I just felt that good vibe, like the moment that I stepped foot, um, you know, out of the plane at LAX. I was like, this is for me. <laughs> um, so, so fast forward, I come to LA, I'm dancing. Um, and I think it's part of our human nature, right? This is human nature to never really arrive. So we do the thing that we think is going to make us happy or make us feel like, okay, this, if I just get here, if I do this, then I'm going to feel good. So I move to LA and then I'm happy for like a little bit. And then I'm like, so now what? Right? It's our human nature to be like, so what's next? Like, what do I do next? Right? We're never really going to arrive. We're never going to really land, especially if you have that growth mindset. I always say you're either green or you're brown, you're growing or you're dying, right? If we're not growing, then like we're being stagnant, like our life is over. We're, we always have to keep growing. And so I started going to a yoga studio and I couldn't really afford to practice yoga there. So I actually started from the bottom, <laughs> literally cleaning toilets, uh, literally cleaning toilets, cleaning mats, cleaning floors, wiping up people's sweat in order to practice at this yoga studio. So I did a trade and I was like, I'll do all these things so that I can practice yoga for free. Cool. So I start seeing the yoga instructors and the managers at the studio. And I'm like, man, this is a cool life. And so again, I'm like, I could do this. Like now I'm on to the next thing. And so I get inspired to do a yoga teacher training program, which was super awesome and actually a super humbling experience because I was like, oh yeah, teaching yoga is going to be really easy for me because I'm a dancer. And that's what I thought. I ended up doing the program and it was very humbling. I learned a lot and I definitely got kind of put in my place <laughs> in a good way. And um, so I start teaching yoga and I'm like, cool, now my career is going to be teaching yoga. I forgot to mention this. When I moved to LA, I had a family friend that um, had a connection with a restaurant and he was like, I can get you a job at this restaurant. I had never worked at a restaurant a day in my life, but I knew I needed to take this job because I was like, I need a job, right? Like I'm going to have to pay my rent. I'm moving 2000 miles away from my family. I signed this lease online, um, in Burbank. And I was like, I have to, I have to figure out like how to get by. So I was like, sure, I'll work at a restaurant until I figure out like what my groundbreaking, amazing dance or fitness opportunity is going to be, right? So, so I'm working at the restaurant and I'm teaching yoga and I'm like, I can't wait till I can teach enough yoga classes that I can leave my restaurant job. Some of you listening have probably been there or are there right now, right? Where you're like, I can't wait until I make enough money doing something I love that I don't have to do this other job that isn't really serving me or isn't actually really let, like helping me to help people or impact many lives. I'm just sort of like here doing the do because I have to, Right. And sometimes we have to do things for a little bit of time to get by and that's okay. But at the same time, I knew I was building something else because I knew that I was made for more. 
So I start teaching yoga and uh, fast forward, I write this letter to the managers at my yoga studio and I'm like, here's my vision for what I'm going to do. I write this whole thing out basically before I even had a meditation or manifestation practice of any sort. I write this whole thing out where I'm like, here's what I'm going to do. And I write out my plan. I'm going to teach here. Then I'm going to do another training so that I'm 200 hour certified. Then I'm going to, then I'm going to be a lead facilitator of programs and I'm going to teach other people how to teach yoga. This is how many programs I want to lead. I'm going to work here full time. Boom, bam. I had this whole plan laid out and I was like literally an intern when I wrote this letter. (laughs) So I was just starting my journey teaching. So I went from cleaning the toilets to being like, I'm going to be the lead facilitator and teach all the people how to teach yoga when they want to come here and be an instructor, right? At this amazing studio in LA. So I had this whole plan mapped out for myself and I had manifested it and I wrote it and I put it out into existence. I have no idea where I got that confidence from to do that, but I just, it was in my, again, it was in my like inner knowing that this was for me. And so I just like did it. I feel like when we're young, when we're younger and we've had less people tell us that we can't do things or that we're not going to do something, we have that, we have more of like an inner, like cool, calm confidence where we're like, I want this. So I'm just going to put it out there. It's once we get older and people start telling us you can't do that, or that's crazy, or I can't believe you thought you could do that, or that's not going to work. Are you sure you want to do that? People start projecting their fears onto us for us. Um, that's when we start to lose our cool and inner calm and confidence, right? And then we might not manifest something big for ourselves or go out there and ask for what we want or put it out there and say what we're going to do. So at the time, I was still young. Nobody had really told me I couldn't do something. So I was like, I'm doing it. So I'm just busting through life, like one thing after the other, getting into all these different things. So I'm teaching yoga, teaching fitness. Um, This woman finds me at the yoga studio and hires me to also teach at Universal Studios. So I get a job there on the back lot, which I thought was like so cool. Love the people. Like all these things are happening to me just like by chance. Fast forward, I do all the things at this yoga studio I want to do. Check all the boxes. All right. Taught this many classes learned all the formats. (laughs) Um, So I could teach literally any class on the schedule. I, 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 you know, led the, I was a lead facilitator for the teacher training programs. I probably led 12 programs, boot camps, all the things. And then guess what? Here I was being like, okay, um, what's next? (laughs) What else? Right? Because it is so in our human nature that we will never arrive. We will never land. We'll never say, all right, I'm good. I'm done here. Right. Put our, put our feet up, put our hands behind our head. Like, no, it just doesn't happen. We're always going to be wanting more. We're always going to be striving for the next thing. So I'm still like, okay, I know I'm made for more. This job is great. But then I started getting really tired. I started feeling a lot of fatigue. I started feeling like, almost obligated to teach a lot of classes and a lot more classes than I actually had the energy to teach. It was a lot of output without a lot of input. And I started to feel like I was doing this job to pay my bills. 
I quit my restaurant job and I had put a lot of pressure on dancing and on teaching fitness. And so now the things I loved also became the things I had to do in order to pay my bills and in order to get by. Living in California is not cheap. And at this point, I was probably like 22 years old and was like, you know, just getting by. And I was a big dreamer. And so I knew I was like, there's something else. There's something else. I didn't know what it was, what it was going to be yet. So I meet this woman at my yoga studio and she reintroduces me to a network and um, network marketing and social marketing brand that I love, vegan health and wellness brand. And so I'm like, cool. I jump in and dive in, um, buying the clean products, um, using the products. I needed a lot of help with my skin, with my health, all of that. So she helped me. And then some of my friends start noticing something's happening to you. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, how's your skin so clear? How's your body looking like that? Why do you have so much energy? Like, da, da, da. And I'm like, oh, it's Arbonne, like this brand that I've been using. And so I start referring my friends to my friend Alex, who introduced me to the brand. And she's like, girl, you're sending all these people to me. This could be your business. Like you could do this. And I'm like, "Mm," I'm like, I don't think so. You know, you guys, I was like, I'm not that girl. Like real talk. I'm going to be honest. I was like, I'm not that girl. (laughs) This is not for me. I did not want to be that person. I was like, I'm not a salesperson. I'm not going to like, I'm not passionate about this really like about skincare, nutrition, product, like protein shakes or things. I just wanted to help myself get healthy and was like loving telling my friends like, Hey, if you need the goods, here's the hookup. You know, I was truthfully like, I am not that girl. I'm not going to do, um, a business like this. And I was really trying to focus on dance and on fitness. And simultaneously, I was getting really worn out from dance and from fitness. Being a dancer is hard. That's a whole nother topic we can talk about another day. Um, but on the topic of fitness, there, there comes a point where you can only teach so many classes, right? You can only show up and give so much. Um, and so I was like, okay. I was like, okay, I, I can't teach one more class, but I had totally hit the ceiling and hit a cap on how much money I could make, like how much income I could have. And I was like, there's got to be something else. And so I decided to open my eyes to an opportunity rather than a job. So that's the first point I want to make today. If you're taking notes, you guys open your minds, open your hearts to opportunities. Okay. We're taught in our society and in our lives to look for jobs not opportunities. We're taught to look for jobs. Okay. But sometimes it's a little scary and it can seem a little non-traditional, but sometimes opening your heart and your mind and your eyes to opportunities is what's going to change the trajectory of your life and change your path and bring you the most happiness and the most success um, and the most abundance. Obviously success looks different to different people. I don't think there's one definition of success. Obviously, abundance is different to different people. Abundance 
might be monetary. It also might mean joy. It also might mean health. It also might mean limitless love, right? If any of you have ever done the 21 Days of Abundance with Deepak Chopra, he talks a lot about this, right? Abundance can look so many different ways. Success can look so many different ways for different people. So, um, oh my gosh, my ADD brain. I'm like, where am I at in my story? Okay, look for opportunities, not jobs. Sure, you can look for a job, but if that's not working out for you and you're still feeling like, man, something's missing, I'm made for more, right? I found a ton of jobs. I had like six jobs. My friend found this rap song once that was like, I got six jobs, I don't get tired. And he was like, this is your theme song and sent it to me. And I was so embarrassed. I'm like, oh my God, that is that is me. And I'm working all these jobs for what? I'm just barely getting by. And I like was so tired and I wasn't that happy. And I just knew there's an opportunity for me. So I finally decided to let my guard down and open my heart to this opportunity. So I start my virtual wellness business. And fast forward to now, I've grown this amazing virtual wellness business, impacted way more lives than I ever knew that I could just by saying yes to this opportunity that at first honestly seemed silly to me and something that I wouldn't want to do. Now let's dive in to why I thought I wouldn't want to do it. Um, and I hope this is helpful for anyone, no matter what you're doing. You don't have to be in network or social marketing for this to impact you. Whatever your vision is, whatever your dreams are, when we closed our eyes at the beginning, you were like, honestly, if I could be doing anything, I would be doing this, or I would be doing that, or I would be impacting these people, or I'd be giving in these ways, I'd be building this or that. I want you to, to tap into that. So whatever your personal vision is or goal, whatever project you're working on, whatever you're trying to build, um, I think this can apply in a lot of different areas. It doesn't just have to be for social or network marketing, right? That just happens to be um, one of the businesses that I've that I've built alongside my fitness um, and dance careers, right? So, um, so whatever business you're building, tap into that and tune into that. So when I'm talking, picture that. So we open our mind to this opportunity, and we're like, okay. I'm going to go for this. It's a little scary. One of the reasons why I didn't want to go for it, okay, so ask yourself this about the opportunity that that you have in your mind or that you might have in front of you that you've been like skeptical about and ask yourself, do you not want to do it or dive in because, because you're not sure if it's right for you or if you really want it? Or, or do you not want to dive in because you're afraid of what someone else might think of you. You're afraid of starting small. You're afraid of failing in front of other people, right? I heard this thing the other day. If you, if the, I was on a conference, it was amazing. If, if you were in a room by yourself, okay, and you tripped, like right now my yoga mat's on the floor next to me because I was working out. If I tripped over my yoga mat and I'm home by myself, would I care? Would I be embarrassed? Probably not. I'd probably be like, oh, oops. If someone else was in the room watching me and I tripped and I fell on my face over my yoga mat, then I would probably be embarrassed. And it's not because I tripped on my yoga mat. It's because someone saw me trip and fall. 
It's not because I tripped on the yoga mat. It's because someone saw me, witnessed me trip and fall. So ask yourself, am I not going for something? Am I not taking advantage of an opportunity that might be right in front of me? Whatever that opportunity is for you, okay? You know what it is for you. Am I not taking that opportunity? Am I not going for my vision? Am I not going for my goal because I'm afraid of failing in front of other people? Am I afraid that someone's going to see me trip and it's going to be embarrassing? Am I afraid of what people might say, the fear or judgment people might cast on me, what people might think? These are all things that I see hold people back. These are also things that once people, somehow you build up that inner courage to start something and then the moment people start throwing their criticism at you and their judgment at you and their comments, you're like, ah, and you start to pull back, right? So maybe you had a moment of courage where you're like, I'm going to get started. And then the second these things start coming into play, you're like, oh my God, so-and-so thinks this about me. So-and-so said this about me. Oh my God, they left this comment. They said this. It means that, right? One, someone else's opinion of you and what they think of you is none of your damn business. What someone else thinks of you and someone else's opinion of you is none of your damn business. Two, I think a lot of times we think people are looking at us and judging us and thinking something about us when they're actually probably not. And we might be just making that up in our head. So it's really important to really notice like what's actually true, right? People are thinking of us a lot less than... um we think that they are. A lot of people are just really thinking about themselves, right? <laughs> um, I see so many people throw in the towel on their, their dreams and their visions and their goals. I see so many people just throw in the towel and give up right before they reach um, a really significant turning point in their life, in their business, in their creation, in their career, um, in their personal life, whatever it is that you're working on, you guys. I see people who are capable, who are smart, who are... Um, just so like amazing and, and yeah, wildly capable, just throw in the towel early, right before they hit the jackpot or right before they reach success or abundance, whatever that means to you. Um, because they're like so busy worrying about what people think about them on the outside, what people are saying, what people think. Um, and, and you're just like, they're just soaking up people's criticism. One of the main things I learned from Brene Brown that's helped me reach my success today, I've read a lot of Brene's books um, and and um, listened to some of them on audiobook. I've watched her Netflix um, thing about vulnerability. It's amazing. I highly recommend it. But one of the things that I learned from her is that people, the only people who will criticize you are people who are doing less than you. So then you have to ask yourself, this is what happens with, with people when we're, I notice this with really young people. When you're young and you're first starting off, you're like, yeah, I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks, <laughs> right? We've all said that. We've all been there where we're like, yeah, like no fucks to give. Like, I don't even care what other people think of me. Like, I don't even care, right? Here's the key. 
It's actually not about not giving an F or not caring about what anybody thinks, but it's about just having a small circle where you only care about what certain people think, and then you don't care about what the rest of everybody else thinks. So you have that small circle, those people you trust, the people you know that are doing things in their life. As Brene would say, the people that are in the arena, the people that are in their blood, sweat, tears, grind, like dirt on their face, like working for their goals. If if they're in that space, then that might be someone whose opinion you care about or take in or absorb or listen to or consider, right? So it's not about not caring about what anybody thinks, but it's like caring about what a few select people think. And then anyone who's not in the arena, anyone who's not doing the work, anyone who's not where you're trying to go, drop their opinion aside. You don't need to do anything with it. You don't need to tell them. You don't matter to me. You don't need to let that person know, hey, I'm I'm not listening to you. You just set and create those boundaries for yourself and you just don't absorb it. You just don't take it in. Because you guys, if we start to take in all the criticism, negativity, hateful comments, um, opinions of other people who are doing less than us, guess where we're going to stay? We're going to stay down and out with them. When really we want to be rising, our mission and our goal is to, is to rise, to be uplifted, to inspire, to empower, to empower ourselves and then in turn be able to empower others. Whatever your business venture is, whatever your goal is, whatever your vision is, whatever journey you're on, um, you know, as an entrepreneur or creative, remember that we only want to take in the opinions of people who are important to us who are in our tight circle, who support what we're doing, and who have our best interests in mind. People who have been or are where we're going. Anyone else, drop it aside. So one of the, one of the things I wrote as one of my key points for today that I, if you hear anything today out of this that I want you to take home with you is, is this point, this um, idea of cutting out negativity and non-supporters. It's so important. Now, remember what I said. We don't have to tell people, hey, I don't care what you say, or I'm cutting you out of my life, or I'm not listening to you anymore. We don't actually have to let those people know because remember what Leela talked about on the show last week about setting boundaries. It's not really about that other person. It's just about us and our personal growth journey and what we need in order to succeed and reach success and abundance, right? So, One of the main things that helped me find a shift when I was growing my business and reaching this point of of success and building this amazing team and this amazing stream of of income and impact um, is that I started paying more attention to who I'm spending my time around. We always talk about nutrition and like what we put in our mouths and what we eat as a uh, food group, right? Or as like our, as food and, and, um, and nutrients and stuff. Right. But what really one of our main, um, primary food groups is, is not actually the food that we put in our mouth, but it's the relationships we have with other people. Um, and our energy and who we're surrounding ourselves with. 
okay? What we're allowing in through our eyes, through our brains. Like you wouldn't let someone force feed you through your mouth. So also don't let that happen through your eyes, through your brain. Filter what energy you're taking in. So I used to have um, roommates uh, and I love all of the roommates I've ever had. Um so dearly. I think all the people I lived with have been amazing and everything happens in its perfect timing, right? At a certain point, I outgrew the people that I was living with. Um, and what I mean by that is that I knew that it was time for me to move on and be in a different space in my life where I lived by myself. This was a big leap for me financially, but because of the growth in my business, I was able to do this. And here's why it's important. If you're around people all the time who are complaining, who are negative, who, um, don't have, who are lacking vision or lacking purpose, you're going to start to be or remain in that headspace as well because that's what you're taking in. That's who you're surrounding yourself with. If you're surrounding yourself with friends or family members who are negative, if you have family members who are non-supporters, who don't see your vision, who aren't in line with your goals, and you're spending a lot of your time with those people, guess what? You're going to stay there. We have to be willing to go a little out of our comfort zone and take that leap and do that next thing and go into a a new space, a new territory where maybe we're a little bit uncomfortable, but we know it's what we need in order to level up. So cutting out negativity and non-supporters is so important in your life. If someone doesn't see your vision, if they don't support your vision, you don't have to tell them, F you, you don't see my vision, I'm out. You just slowly start to just make the adjustments and set the boundaries that you need for yourself. It's not about them. It's about you. Okay. So if you're always around people who are negative, you're going to be negative. So guess what? Go around people who are positive, find a new community, make new friends, um, limit your time or your, um, exposure to, family members or friends who don't see your vision, who have a negative attitude, who complain a lot, who gossip a lot, right? Those things are character flaws. We don't want to be surrounding ourselves with people like that if we're trying to grow an empire and build something big, no matter what it is, right? So um, the other thing is that I started doing that's really helpful, you guys, is I started um, to spend more time around people Um who were successful. And sometimes that also looks like people who have money, right? Because in our Western culture, we definitely value that. Yeah. Um, success oftentimes is looked at as, uh, like monetary. Okay. Aside from that, I also spend time around a lot of people with good energy, who have joy, who, um, promote health, who, spread limitless love. Okay. That stuff um, also is important. But when I started spending more time around people who built businesses, who were successful, who had money, I started to catch on to like the way they walk, the way they talk, the way they look, the way they, um, the way they talk about themselves and their business and their success, the way they share, the way they give. And then it started turning from a they to a we. Then it started turning from a they 
to a we. So at first, maybe I felt like a little bit of an outsider being around these highly successful people or people who made a lot of money. But then eventually, I knew that I needed to put myself in that space in order to be more like those people. I didn't want to be a gossiper, a whiner, a complainer. I didn't want to be complacent. I didn't want to sit around and not have vision. So when I put myself around people who built something, who have vision, who make money, who um who recognize their power, who recognize their influence, who are leaders, who are positive, who share, who give, then I was able to start to become that person as well. So it really matters what we're taking in through our eyes, through our ears, in our headspace, just as much as what food we're fueling our bodies with, right? One of our primary food groups or primary foods are actually what we're hearing, who we're spending time around, who's influencing us in our behaviors. There's so much power in cutting out negativity. There's so much power in stepping away from non-supporters and just protecting your vision and protecting your own energy. The other thing that this helped me do, you guys, that's my second like main point that I really want you to hear and take away with you today is that when we do that, we're able to come back to that inner, calm, cool confidence that we had when we were younger when we were kids or when we were young or young adults and we were just going for it. That that point in our lives where like think back to the time before anyone told you that you couldn't do something, before anyone casted their fear or judgment on you, before anyone was um, telling you like you're crazy or that's a silly idea or I can't believe you're going to try that. Before anyone told us that we couldn't do something, we had that cool, calm confidence, right? So being in that space around um, successful people really helped me come back and start to rebuild my inner confidence. It's easy to put confidence outward, right? And like put on a show and look confident from the outside to a lot of people. But let me tell you, if you're trying to build something big, you guys, if we're trying to build an empire over here, We can't just put out fake confidence. People see right through that. We have to put out real, cool, inner confidence. That cool, calm confidence that comes from within. Okay? And then, you guys, the main thing that really is pushing me um, into new territories and new spaces and building businesses and, and building an empire and growing. And the main thing that's pushed me to the space that I'm at so far or right now is just starting, just starting before you're ready and having that power of manifestation. So remember that story I told about how when I was teaching at the yoga studio, or rather when I was literally cleaning toilets and mopping mats and like cleaning up people's sweat at the yoga studio, I had already started to manifest what my role in that space was going to shift into and what I was going to do to get there and what it would look like when I was there and I was impacting um, lives in that way. Okay. so. I wrote that letter when I was, um, when I was just, 
uh, an intern, right? And I said, here's all the things I'm going to do here. That was a form of manifestation. I was already writing down and putting in words what was going to happen before it even happened. So that's so powerful. Just kind of diving in, starting before you're ready. We're never going to feel ready. But when you know you're made for more, you just have to manifest that shit, write it down like it's already true, like it's already happening, and go for it. I have a crazy, crazy story to share with you guys um, before our session ends today. Um, so stay tuned in because I am super excited to share this story. This still blows my mind. Something that happened to me right before I was about to reach the um, VP level of the success plan with um, Arbonne and with the brand that I represent. So in my social and network marketing brand, there's different levels of the success plan. I was about to break a huge barrier, reach a huge accomplishment um, with my team in my business. And just a few days before close day, something totally wild happened to me. And I'm excited to share this story with you guys about the power of thought and manifestation and mindset when we're building our businesses. When we elevate our view of ourself and elevate our mindset, we elevate our quality of life. Hey guys, this is Bryn Moves, the podcast. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Bryn Moves, B-R-Y-N-N-M-O-V-E-S. You'll see a link tree in my bio where you can click on the link to listen to other shows from other weeks. Uh, Also, there's a link to shop from my virtual wellness business. And there's a link for my YouTube channel to do some awesome home workouts. So make sure you check that out. Um, so getting back to the story I was telling you guys right before the break. Um, all right. So in, in the social and network marketing, uh, company that I work with, there are four levels of leadership or four levels to the success plan. Okay. Without getting too much into it, cause that doesn't really matter. This isn't about social or network marketing or even this brand, but it's about, um, the power of thought and the power of manifestation and the power of mindset, okay? Coming back to that idea of abundance and success. So let me tell you this wild story. I'm literally still mind blown by this myself, and I love this story. It's one of the craziest things I feel like that's ever happened to me in my life to date, okay? So I grew up um, Christian, I grew up in a Catholic church. I don't go to a Catholic church anymore, but I do love God and Christian. Um, but you know, that's just a little backstory so that you understand that this was a little out of my comfort zone. Okay. So I'm at my yoga studio teaching. Um, and I'm going for this huge milestone in my business. Okay. Huge milestone. That's going to change my life. Okay. Change the, Income that I earn in a drastic way, um, change like the car that I drive, the, the opportunities that I have, the status that I have, like literally everything. It's huge. We, my team and I have been working on this, reaching this milestone and, and this milestone represents that we have helped a ton of people get healthy, that we have impacted a ton of lives together. Okay. So we're really excited about this. We're like, 
we got to get there because this is a big accomplishment for us. Like this really shows how much work we've been doing and how many people we've been helping. Okay. So we're like in it, right? My team and I, it's not just me by myself. It's my team and I, okay. I'm at the studio and this, this student of mine and friend of mine, Heidi comes up to me and she's like, Hey, She's talking to, me about, talking to me about class and she's that kind of person and friend that always knows if my energy is like a little bit off <laughs> and she could tell something was up and she's like, what's up? And I'm like, man, feeling a little bit like anxious and stressed and excited, but like definitely anxious because I've declared out loud on my social media, uh, to my family, to my friends, um, to my believers and my non-believers and non-supporters, right? For everybody to hear and see me trip over the yoga mat, right? I've, <laughs> I have announced and thrown it out there that I'm going for this big goal and we're doing it this month. Like by the last day of this month, before midnight on close day, like we're hitting this goal, okay? So first of all, I've manifested it. I've put it out there. I've said it out loud to the universe, to God, to whatever to my team. I'm like, we're doing this. Okay. At this point, it's like one of those, you didn't come this far to only come this far things. Like we're like, there's, there's like six days at this point, there's like six days left in the month. And I'm like, okay, like we have to do it because we already got to this point. Like there's no turning back. And so at this point you're like, you're like, man, is this up to me? Do I leave it in the hands of God? Like how it's one of those things where I was like, I literally don't know how this is going to happen, but I knew that it was going to happen. Okay. So she says, do you want me to do a quick like tarot card reading for you? And I'm like, oh God, like there's been a couple of times in LA, like just strange stuff happens in LA. Okay. There's, <laughs> there's been a couple of times where I've been out in public or at a store where people have approached me and they've been like talking about my energy and wanted to like told me what colors they saw in me and wanted to like read, like read my energy and do some sort of psychic situation on me. I don't even know what I'm saying right now because I literally don't know anything about this. Like that's how much I know about this is that I don't even know if I'm saying that correctly. Like they're just like, let me like, let's sit outside and let me do like, let me read your palm or like share your energy with you. Someone's trying to reach you through your dreams, like da da da. For me, you guys, I was like, okay, this is a little woo woo. Like I understand like th that some people feel really connected to that and that's great. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so foreign and new to me. Like, I'm not sure what to think. I don't know if this person's legit, if they're trying to steal my purse. Like, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. And so she says, do you want to do a quick tarot card reading? And this is a friend and a girl that is one of my students that, um, you know, I felt safe around and felt connected to. And so I was like, okay, sure. So everyone leaves the studio. We sit down at the little table in the lobby and she pulls out her cards. She just has them with her. She's amazing. And so she, she, she starts like, um, you know, going through, she says a prayer, she draws cards for me. And then she starts asking me some questions as she pulls the different cards. And you can also ask questions of the card, but she always says, um, the, the universe, like, it's not like a vacuum. Like we don't have to be like going one direction or one way. So we have the power of choice as humans. We have the, the power of thought, the power of mindset, um, the power of choice. So 
just because the cards say something doesn't mean that that's like, they don't tell your future. They just say, if nothing changes, like if you continue doing exactly what you're doing right now, this is like where you're headed. But we have the power to choose and choose and do something um, different to change our trajectory or our path. So good news is, they're, they're not like for sure. It's not like this is happening or this isn't happening and you're doomed or you're blessed. Right? It's just like, here's what's going to happen if you keep going with like what you're doing right now. Okay. Long story short, she basically tells me I'm not going to hit the promotion. Six days left in the month. I already declared it on social uh, to everybody I freaking know, <laughs> to my team. They're all pumped. We're all working. And she's like, yeah, it's not going to happen. And I'm like, girl, like, <laughs> how could you say this? And then in that moment, I was like, I regret doing this reading. <laughs> but then she reminded me, don't forget that we have the power of choice. What I'm telling you is that where your mindset is today, where your heart and your head are at today, you are not in line to earn that promotion on the last day of the month. So I knew in that moment that I had to go home and get to work. Now, most people will be like, throw in the towel, right? There's the moment. There's the throw in the towel moment. Imagine, oh my God, you guys, I'm mind blown. Imagine if that moment when she was like, you're not going to do it, if I just threw in the towel and I messaged my business mentor and, and upline and said, you know what? She said, I'm not going to do it. I'm not in line to do it. My, my head's not right. My energy's not right. Uh, my heart's not right. And like, it's not happening. She said, it's not, ha it's not happening. So you know what? I know it's close. We have six days left. But, like, honestly, let's just like, it'll happen organically. It'll happen when it's supposed to. I'll just, um, maybe next month. Like, let's try for next month. Okay. That's what a lot of people would do. That's not what you do. That's not the choice that you make when you are on a mission to build an empire. And when you're a leader and you're leading a team of people who are looking to you to make something happen, you don't throw in the towel. That's like not an option, right? It wasn't an option for me. But imagine if I would have done that. I totally had free agency to do that. I could have thrown in the towel and been like, well, looks like it's not going to happen. It's crunch time. I'd rather just chill on it and try another time. Businesses and empires and things do not get built organically. I heard this funny thing the other day on a conference where the woman said, people say, oh, I just want to let my business grow organically. And she said, yeah, you can save that for your veggie garden, right? For your veggie patch. <laughs> Businesses don't grow organically. You can be authentic and you should be organic and you should be authentic while you're growing your business. But Businesses and ideas and things come to fruition and creative projects, whatever it is that you're working on. These things come into fruition with intentional work and purpose. It takes intentionality. It takes doing things on purpose with focus for this stuff to happen, right? 
And so instead of throwing in the towel, I was this close, you guys, just a freaking couple centimeters away from reaching this big milestone and goal I had. And in that moment, I had two choices. Throw in the towel because this girl read my cards and said, it's not happening. Or make a quick shift, pivot, adjust. Okay, this is a huge pivotal moment for me. Two choices. And I was like, I'm going to pivot. I'm going to adjust. I'm going to make a shift and I'm going to do it today. I kid you not, I went home that day. I started meditating. I started journaling. I started writing in my journal all these things that were not true, writing them down as if they were already true. This is how much money I make. This is how many people I influence. This is what my team and I are doing. This is what we're building. This is who I help. This is what I am. This is the kind of leader I am. This is what I do. I I am this. I am that. And I wrote down all these things, whether they were true or not, that I was like, these things are happening. And I manifested that shit until it happened. I wrote it down. I I I started doing that practice every single day until the end of that month and moving forward, right? To this day, I still write things in my journal that are not true at all. (laughs) But they're gonna be because I'm manifesting them. I'm putting it out there and I'm telling the universe and God, this is what I want and this is what I'm gonna get and I'm making it happen, right? My boyfriend always says, close mouth, close mouths don't get fed. <laughs> close mouths don't get fed. You have to ask for what you want. And that's not just from other people. It's also from yourself, from energy, from spirit, from the universe, from God, from whatever higher power you believe in. Okay. I started shifting my mindset. I started focusing in and really, really, truly believing that I deserved what was coming to me, that I was that I was capable of it, that I was worthy, that I was powerful, that I could do it, okay? And that it was going to happen for me, that I, that I deserved this moment, that my, my team deserved to reach this milestone, okay? I really started to truthfully believe those things the more that I manifested them. And by that, like, sixth day, by close day, I woke up that morning, I worked out, with the inner confidence and inner cool and inner calm that like when we get to work today, we are wrapping this damn thing up. Like we are finishing it up, okay? Guess what? 11.45 p.m., 15 minutes before the deadline, I literally missed my friend's wedding to finish this promotion. I was like, we are not stopping until we are done. 3 p.m. rolls around. 4 p.m. rolls around. I text my friend. I'm like, girl, I love you. Long story short, I have a vision. I've been manifesting. I've been, I've, I've created this. I built this. I got this far. I was like, I love you. I have to miss your wedding. Sometimes as business builders, and entrepreneurs, we have to make exchanges and we have to um, make small sacrifices and live away for a short period of time that most people wouldn't to live for a long time the way most people will never get the opportunity to live, okay? 11.45 rolls around and I'm like, let's 
go. I put in the last order in the computer. We see the numbers update. We pop the champagne. My, my business mentor and sponsor brings out balloons. Like we are like, we freaking did it. How many times have you guys heard stories or seen people throw in the towel right before they hit the jackpot? Right before they reach success, abundance, a milestone, like something that's really going to boost them and show them and show their team and show their people that we can do this, that we are worthy, we are capable, we've worked hard. People throw in the towel right before they reach that moment. God tests us. The universe tests us. They say, do you really want this? They dangle something in front of us and they say, do you really want this? How bad do you want it? And a lot of people will throw in the towel in that moment. And that's what separates, you know, people from being successful and having abundance, whatever that looks like to you. It doesn't just have to be monetary. It doesn't just have to be um, getting a promotion in your business or reaching, like getting a certain amount of money or, you know, wealth. Wealth comes in lots of different forms, but it's about seeing it through and getting over that little hump where someone tells you it's not going to happen. You're not going to do it. You're crazy. This isn't going to work. Or like my tarot card reading that literally was like, it's literally not in the cards for you (laughs) this month. Sorry. Right? And I'm like, well, shit. I could have been like, it's not in the cards. But instead, I was like, manifest that. I built the inner power, the inner confidence, the inner belief, and we went and we showed up until the very end. If it's meant to be, it's up to me. I was not quitting. I sat at that dining room table surrounded by teammates and and supporters and friends. No negativity. No non no non supporters. All of that had to go. There's literally no space, not a, not a speck of space, not even a speck the size of a piece of dust in my mind or in my heart for any of that. In that moment, it had to be full belief, full support, like full knowing and inner confidence. And that power of manifestation to just say, I don't know how this is going to happen, but it's going to happen. We did it. We finished the promotion. And you know what that says to my team? If I can do it, you can do it. It's proof when you reach your goals, when you reach a big vision. Sometimes people think, oh, me reaching for my vision or my goal is selfish. Actually, not going for your vision or your goal is what's selfish. We lead by example. We lead from the front lines. We have to show people, whatever it is that you're working on, that it's possible. So that dream life that you um, envisioned at the beginning of this um, session, at the beginning of the show, when I had you close your eyes, that dream life that you guys saw, what you act like, what you dress like, what you talk like, what you wake up for, what, what lights your soul on fire. Get connected to those things, you guys, and don't give up on your visions. Know that once you get somewhere, you're always going to be saying, okay, what's next? 
And that's okay. But while you're going for those milestones, while you're celebrating those small victories, keep in mind that when we show people that we can do this, when we reach our goals, when we reach our visions, when we find success, when we find abundance, it's not selfish. It's not greedy. We're actually displaying to people what's possible. We're showing the other people who are looking at us and looking up to us and looking to us for what to do and how to do it. We're showing them that it's totally possible. Think about who's looking at you. Is it your kids? Is it students? Is it your spouse? Is it your friends or your family? And if you can't find a reason to do something for yourself, to go for your vision or your goals yourself, maybe you do it for them. You guys, thanks for listening in today. This was such a good chat. Oh my gosh, I try to keep my ADD brain in wraps and get out what I needed to say. I hope that you heard something today that really inspires you to just go for your dream life, go for your goals, go for your vision. I hope me sharing my personal story was impactful to you in some sort of way. Um, whether you're in the fitness or dance industry or... Um, you know, if you're an entrepreneur or you're not, uh, if you're a creative or you're not, it doesn't really matter. Whatever goals you have, whatever vision you have, whatever life you're trying to build, recognize that you're worthy, recognize that you're capable. Don't throw in the towel because usually that happens right when we're being tested. And as soon as you get over that hump, the abundance and the success is coming to you. All right. I'll see you guys next time on Brin Moves, the podcast. I'm your host, Bryn, and this is Bryn Moves, the podcast.